What's up, Leslie Samuel here from episode number 357 of Blogging with Leslie. And yes, yes, you already know it. There was no uh, music. There was no none of that at the beginning of the episode. So what does that mean? You know what that means. This means we're doing a little, there's going to be like a deviation from the norm. And of the deviations <laughs> that I've had, this is probably going to be the most deviating. Is that a word? I don't know. But this is this is going to be a, a, a different episode. And the truth is, I, I, I hesitated to record this episode. And I, I didn't hesitate because I... I was afraid or anything of that sort, but I, I just didn't know if it was what I was supposed to be doing. So, um, by the way, this, this, this episode is such a deviation that I don't have any notes. The only thing I have in front of me is on, on, the, on my computer screen, I have the Bible open in front of me. And some of you are uh, just heard that and you're like, ah, oh, man, we got we to gotta get out of this before this dude, you know, preaches a sermon. Well, <laughs> quite frankly, this is going to be the closest to a sermon I've ever done on this podcast episode. Now, if you are not a Christian and you're like, yo, this Bible thing just like, it freaks me out or I don't want to hear anything about it. You could, you could choose to, you know, get out of this episode and go to something else. However, even if you don't believe the Bible, even if you don't believe the story that I'm going to be talking about today, there's stuff that you can get out of it. So it's, I, I leave it up to you. You could bounce, you could stay. It's all good. But I've been, I've been thinking about this story a lot. It's actually my favorite, I think it's my, it's close to my favorite. It's one of my favorite stories in the Bible because I think it teaches so many practical things. Um, is it applicable to blogging? Yes. Is it applicable to uh, business? Yes. Is it applicable to life? Yes. Is it applicable to everything we want to accomplish in life? Absolutely. So I, I think this story is going to be a core part of like my whatever as I go forward. And if I write a book, this is going to be in the book. And, and the, the title of this section will be something like the, the Joshua principle or something of that sort. I don't know. It doesn't matter for what I'm going to be sharing with you right now. Anyhow, I want to share this story because I've gotten so much from it and I hesitated to share it because I didn't know if it made sense, but a few things happened this morning. This is the morning that the episode is supposed to go live. And I still didn't have a podcast episode recorded because I've been thinking about it for so long and like saying, nah, I'm not going to do it. You know what? Forget the backstory. Let's jump into the actual story. So this story is coming from Joshua chapter 10. Now, Joshua chapter 10 is a very interesting story to me. So picture this, right? You got this dude, Joshua, right? And Joshua is leading these people, the Israelites, and he's leading them into battle. Now, you probably have heard of the story of Joshua fighting the battle in Jericho and, and they're marching around the city and the walls came tumbling down. That's the song that we used to sing. And 
this story is like, okay, the, these guys are going everywhere, capturing all of these um, uh, people and uh, 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 winning all these battles and all that stuff. And in Joshua chapter 10, the Gibeonites, the people from Gibeon that were with the Israelites now, and to give you some backstory on this, in the chapter before, Israel, Joshua, they're just going everywhere, winning all these battles. People are freaking out. People are coming and fighting and losing and all this kind of stuff. War is like what is going on, right? And they are just, you know, they're just winning all these battles. Now, the Gibeonites saw this and they knew that they were coming for them as well. So the Gibeonites decided, hey, we're going to trick these guys. And this is how we're going to trick these guys. We're going to dress in like really orn, old clothes, worn down. Our sandals are going to be really old. We're going to have our wine skins here, but they're going to be old and cracked and all that stuff. And we're going we're gonna to trick them into believing that we're not one of the people from right around here. We came from this long distance just because we've heard about the awesome things God was doing through the Israelites and we wanted to come and worship and be all, you know, lovey-dovey and all that kind of stuff. So they came and Joshua and his people saw them. And when Joshua and his people saw them, they were like, "Uh, are these people from around here that we're supposed to conquer? Or what? And the Gibeonites deceived these guys. They lied to them and, and they told them that exact story. We heard about the amazing things that God was doing through you people. And we decided we're going to come and we want to worship. And we want to, you know, we want to be a part of this. All right. So, so Joshua and his people, they were fooled. All right. They didn't go to God. They didn't ask or anything of that sort. They were fooled into believing that, okay, they looked and these, okay, the wine skills, skins were really old, the shoes and the, not the shoes. They weren't wearing Nikes or anything of that sort. Their sandals were worn. Okay. These people did come from a, 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 a distance away. We're going to sign a treaty with them. That's what the Gibeonites wanted. So they signed a treaty with them, an agreement. All right, that these people are going to be, you know, we have a, a camaraderie. We, we're, 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 we're cool. All right. Now, this is the Leslie version of the story. This don't 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 go look into the Bible to see we cool. You're not going to find it. All right. So we cool. These are peoples. Uh, we, we're going to chill. We're going to, you know, hang out like everything is fine and dandy. And then three days later, they found out that they were deceived. But they already signed an agreement with these guys. So because they signed an agreement with these guys, they couldn't, you know, kill them and, you know, what you do in war. Uh, Instead, they decided to make them slaves. All right. Woodcutters and water carriers and all that kind of stuff. However, they would not harm them because they already signed this agreement. All right. And they wouldn't they weren't going to go back on their word. I think there's a lot we can learn in that. So that's the background to this story that I'm telling you now. Now, the other kings from that area. Found out what these guys did, what the Gibeonites did. And they're like, man, these guys are traitors. They deserted us now and signing some treaty with Joshua and the Israelites. We, let's, let's go for them. So these kings got their armies and they went to attack the Gibeonites. The Gibeonites then sent a message to Joshua. 
saying, hey, these guys are coming to attack us. You signed a treaty with us. Come and save us. Now, this is where the story really starts for me. So Joshua goes to God, and God tells Joshua, don't worry. I've delivered these guys into your hands. Go and save the Gibeonites and attack these armies. All right? Now, this is really where I think it gets interesting. So Joshua got word from God. He got word that this is, this is something that they were supposed to do. He got word that God was going to be with him. So what he did was he took his army. And these dudes marched all night. All right? So imagine this now. They marched all night so that first thing in the morning, they could show up to fight these guys. So they marched all night, showed up, went to battle, went to war, started fighting these dudes. Now, (laughs) I don't know if you're ready for this. As they are fighting for these Gibeonites, the same people that deceived them, the same people that tricked them into a treaty, but because God told them, listen, go and do this, I have delivered them into your hands. They went. He said, do not be afraid of them. I have given them into your hands. Not one of them will be able to withstand you. So they went all night. And they surprised them in the morning. And when they surprised them in the morning, they started to attack Now, these guys were confused, like, oh, man, I'm just waking up. You know, I'm just chilling. I haven't had my coffee as yet or anything of that sort. And now I'm fighting. Uh, 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 And now I'm dying and all this stuff, right? I know, I know. This is is not the biblical version of this. I tell you, this is the Leslie version of the story, all right? Just, Just deal with me. Bear with me to the end, all right? So Joshua and his army fighting, 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 fighting against these, 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 these kings and their armies. And something started to happen. Hailstones started falling from the sky. Now, huge hailstones. And these hailstones, <laughs> these hailstones are falling from the sky and knocking out the armies that they were fighting. And it said that more people died from the hailstones than from Joshua and his army. All right? Now, imagine this. Marching all night. Fighting all day. And then when the sun was getting ready to go down, it wasn't over. The armies weren't fully defeated. So Joshua did something that is just foolish. (laughs) That doesn't make sense. And, you know, there's a huge debate as to whether this actually happened. But I believe it happened. So Joshua then goes and he says this thing out loud. And he commands the sun to stand still. (laughs) Like, whoa, whoa, dude. 
We're still fighting here. You're trying to go down. If you go down, it's going to be dark. We're not going to be able to see these people. And, you know, I might be hitting my friends and not hitting my enemies and all that stuff. You don't go down yet. And the sun stays in its place until the war was over, until the battle was over. <laughs> Oh, man. So here's what it says. It says, the sun stopped in the middle of the sky and delayed going down about a full day. There has never been a day like it before or since. A day when the Lord listened to a human being. Surely the Lord was fighting for Israel. So that's the story. (laughs) Now, if that's not a crazy story, I don't know what is. Now, I want to pull out a few things out of this because I think there's so many lessons that we can learn. So the first lesson we can learn is stand behind your word. Like once you've said something, once you've agreed to something, stand behind it. That's, that's what being a person of integrity is. And, you know, these days it seems like, you know, our word means nothing, right? Um, Yeah, that's what I said, but today I feel like something else. Stand behind your word. That's something that I'm learning. Um, And I think it's something that's super important. These guys made a treaty. And even though the treaty was made, um, they were tricked into making the treaty. It's like the words already left my mouth. This is what I said. And even though you may have tricked me into it, I'm staying true to my word. That's number one. Number two, these guys marched all night. No, no. Actually, before we go there, before they decided that we're going to go and do this, we're going to go and fight, they went to God and they asked God, is this what you want from me? And, and there's something significant in retreating and going to God. Now, um, so for those of you that don't believe in a God, and for some strange reason you're still listening to me, <laughs> you might believe in something else, right? Um, some people say, you know, the universe. I'm not a, <laughs> I don't think the universe does anything for me. I think God governs the universe. And as a result of that, there are certain things that, yes, do happen even though I don't believe in God, right? But if, if you need to say the universe for you to make sense out of this, then say that for you. If you need to say something, I, I don't know what, I'm, I'm, whatever you need to say, retreat and, and go there. I found over the last few weeks, maybe month or two actually, that I get, I get the most guidance. In the morning when I wake up, I go for my walk. And when I go for my walk, it's like 5.30 in the morning. Nobody's around. Well, there are a few people around, a few people that I see every single morning <laughs> um, on certain streets as they're walking by you. But it's just me and God. It's just our time. 
And in that, I'm, 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 I'm talking to him. I'm, I'm sharing with him, like, what's going on in my life as if he doesn't know, right? But just, you know, this is our relationship. We're talking. And then I'm asking him, what do you want from me? Like, where this is concerned, where my business is concerned, where my coaching club is concerned, where, where my life is concerned, where my, my, my family is concerned, where my relationship with my wife is concerned. This morning, it was a relationship with my kids and the stuff that we do together and that kind of stuff. Like, what do you want from me? And literally, like, being quiet and, and not having the distractions of the technology, not having the distractions of, of, of life and everything. It's just you in that solitary place seeking guidance. Now, the tricky thing is this, in this, at least for me, maybe not for you, but the tricky thing in this is sometimes we, 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 we get certain feelings and we're like, man, I think I'm, I'm being inspired to go in a, diff, in a certain direction. How do I know that it's really God? How do I know that this is not just me, you know, wanting something really bad? So, um, you know, expressing it to myself in a subconscious way or whatever the case might be. Where, where I'm concerned, what I've learned is, listen, if you are impressed to go in a certain direction after, you know, retreating and, 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 and speaking to God and all that stuff, just go. Because if you believe in God, you believe that he's big enough to handle even your misdirection, right? But the, the fact that you're going in faith, just moving ahead and giving him permission to do whatever he wants to do, like there's so much awesomeness that can come from that. So I'm learning, like just this episode is me learning to say, all right, okay, I'm just going to record it and see what happens. This is blogging with Leslie, right? And for the last three episodes, it's not been about blogging. It's been about everything else. But you know what? I'm, if this is, this is what I feel I'm supposed to be recording right now. This is what I'm going to record because maybe there's some person out there that, that hearing this is going to make the biggest difference in their life. So that's why I'm here. That's why I'm recording this right now. So taking that time to withdraw and saying, hey, what do you want from me? God, what do you want from me? Universe, what do you want from me? Uh, just whatever. Take that time. Number two, once you've gotten that direction, yo, there's no time to waste. Just start. These guys didn't wait, didn't wait to go to sleep, sleep all night, and then wake up in the morning and then start marching. No, they went. God said, I've delivered them into your hand. Go. And they went. So they marched all night. Now, I don't know about you. But if I march all night, <laughs> no, actually, you know, not, let's not even go there yet. <clears throat> if, I, if I fly all night, <laughs> something that takes little to no effort, if I, if I am driven somewhere all night and I stay awake, if I'm watching TV all night, once again, taking no little effort, in the morning, you know what I want to do? <laughs> I want to go to sleep. That's that time where you know that, man, if I just, if I just rest right now, I'm going to get the sweetest sleep ever, ever, because I'm so tired. But no, these guys fought all day. 
Now, here's the magic in this. The magic in this is you know where you're supposed to be going because you got the guidance. All right. And while, yeah, there may be doubts and all that kind of stuff, you just go. You just move in faith, knowing that it's going it, to like like this is where you're supposed to be do, going. So you just go. But it takes a lot of work. And sometimes it takes the kind of work that doesn't make any sense. Like who's fighting all day after marching all night? But the beauty is that when you've received that guidance and when you march all night, when you, when you put in the work, when you do what needs to be done to the point where people are looking at you like, man, why, why are you so committed to this? Like, you should be chilling. You should be sleeping. Now, I'm not, I'm not one of those people that say, hey, you know, just work like a crazy person, neglect your family, and all, do what you got to do. No, I am not that person. But you know what? Today, Monday morning, this is my day where I work, right? Um, well, all days during the week are the days when I work. But today, I'm talking about today, whether it's Monday or Tuesday or, or whatever the case might be, I have stuff to get done. I need to work at that junk. Now, here's the thing. These guys were trained fighters. And I think we often underestimate the power of training and of, of practice and of doing and of doing it over and over and over and practicing on the battlefield, practicing on your job, making things happen, working, 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 like, Okay, so let me give you a little back, background story into the kind of person that I used to be, right? <laughs> now, I grew up in a household where um, in the Caribbean, it's not uncommon, uncommon to have a maid. And we had a maid for most of my life. And as a kid that grew up with a maid, um, there were a lot of things done for me that I just didn't have to do. For example, I would wake up in the morning and my room would be in a mess. I'd go to school and when I come back, it's like like a new place. <laughs> Everything's put away, the floors mopped and all that good stuff and everything is neat and nice. I didn't have to wash the dishes. I didn't have to do any of those kinds of things. A lot of that was done for me. I remember... And, and so I never worked. I never had a job through high school or anything of that sort. The first time I had a job was in college. I remember there was a summer where I got the opportunity to get a job as a massage um, person, uh, giving massages to people. Um, and at that time, that sounded like, whoa, sweet. I'm going to get to massage women. and yada, yada. The, the Picture young Leslie. That's really cool. But the idea of working <laughs> seems so foreign. That I was like, nah, dude, I, I, I can't, I don't, I don't want to do that. I don't, I don't do that work thing. I, I, I'm just chilling. <laughs> so this is coming from that guy. I used to be that guy. Now I'm like the opposite of that guy. Um, and, and what I've come to realize is the more you work, the better you get. I mean, I know I'm stating the obvious, but I think too many of us, when we have our dreams, 
we what we do is we study, right? We study, we study, we learn, we do this kind of. We we find out the information, but we actually we don't actually do the work. Do the work. When 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 you're struggling to figure out what to to get done, just do it. Just do it. Study, yes, but take action on what you are learning. You learn more by practice than you do by consumption. All right? I keep saying, and the beauty of this is, but here's the real beauty of it. Once you know what you're supposed to be doing, once you know what you're called to be doing, and you are putting in the work, you are working hard. When, when people are slacking off, you are working. When people are chilling, you are working. You are making it happen because you know what you're supposed to accomplish. Stuff starts happening that you can't explain. I can't explain hailstones falling from the sky and killing my enemies during war. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. But I believe things start happening. There's a quote. Until one is committed, I'm going to find it up right now. Um, until one is committed, there is hesitancy. Hopefully I can find it by the time. The, the chance to draw back. Okay, I got it here. Until one is committed, there is hesitancy. The chance to draw back. Always ineffectiveness. Concerning all acts of initiative and creation, there is one elementary truth. The ignorance of which kills countless ideas and splendid plans. That the moment one definitely commits oneself, then providence moves too. All sorts of things occur to help one that would have never otherwise have occurred. A whole stream of events, issues from the decision, raising in one's favor all manner of unforeseen incidents, meetings, and material assistance, which no man could have dreamed would have come his way. Whatever you can do or dream you can do, begin it. Because boldness has genius, power, and magic in it. Begin it now. William Hutchinson Murray. Once you start putting in the work, once you commit, once you start doing what you need to do, all kinds of stuff starts happening. And they call it providence. I call it divine providence. These things blow my mind. They blow my mind. Little old me becoming a university professor because I started a blog teaching biology blows my mind. That doesn't make sense. No PhD, no qualifications, no physical therapist, but now I'm teaching in a doctor of physical therapy program. What in the world? I'm teaching anatomy. I never took anatomy. What in the world? The things that happened to make that happen? <laughs> Number one, it took me realizing that this is where God wanted me. Number two, it took me putting in the work, making three to five videos each and every week, publishing that on YouTube, putting that on my blog, growing that blog, all that stuff, it took work. It took a lot of work. It took work that didn't make sense. I remember, I remember 
I remember when I started my online business, teaching at a boarding academy, teaching high school science and math. So I'm teaching biology, physics, geometry, algebra, consumer math. Did I miss something in there? I'm teaching all of those subjects. And I'm working like crazy. And when I'm not working on the job, I'm working on my business. I'm working on my business and building that. I'm, 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 sometimes it felt like it, but it, it wasn't exactly. It felt like I was marching all night and then fighting all day. Marching all night and fighting all day. But it's because I was going in the direction that I was being led. And I knew that if I put in the work, all kinds of things would start happening. And they started happening. The things that I've been able to experience as a result and the things that I'm going to experience in the future because I know that when you get that approval, that thing saying this is where I want you to go and you start putting in that work, marching all night, fighting all day, providence moves too. And then you come to the end of the day when the sun is getting ready to set. And then you make that bold proclamation. I want to read the bold proclamation. This is how he did it. Sun, stand still over Gibeon, and you, moon, over the valley of Aijalon. So the sun stood still, and the moon stopped. Now, <laughs> imagine being the guy next to Joshua, all right? And you hear this guy... Speaking to the sun, <laughs> commanding the sun, like, yo, sun, stay where you are. Let me ask you this question. What's going through your mind? Like, really, what is going through your mind? I could imagine what's going through your mind is, this dude must be crazy. Wait, oh, you, you talk, so you're talking to the sun now? Really? Dude, come on. And then you have the realist, like, listen, dude, you know, we've, we've done the battle stuff before. Um, we've been, you know, marching all night, fighting all day. Let's, let's retreat for a little while. Go back to camp. Um, when we go back, this, is, this makes perfect sense, by the way. Let's go back to camp. We get some rest. Wake up in the morning. And we'll be right back at it tomorrow. All right? The, let's do that. Uh, come come on. Then you have the guys like, Wait a minute, this dude just spoke to the sun? What if the sun doesn't stand still? Like, how stupid are you going to look, dude? I mean, really? Who speaks to the sun and expects it to, like, listen? I could imagine all of these thoughts happening around Joshua. But I could imagine Joshua knowing what God told him to do. And seeing these hailstones falling from the sky and, and like attacking his enemies saying, this is what God wants. God wants me to have faith, to call to being, call into being, call, call into being, what? To, to call into existence something that doesn't even make sense. So I'm going to do it. Okay, 
so what does this mean for you? What does it mean for me? And this, this, this is where it, it, this is where it gets real. This is where it gets practical. Number one, I already told you. Go to God and ask him what he wants from you. Like, is this what you want me to do? What are you leading me to? Are you leading me to, to create a certain kind of content? Maybe, you know, let's, let's throw the word blogging in there because since this is the Blogging with Leslie podcast, I should say something about it, right? Maybe you want me to start a blog. Maybe you want me to grow a platform where I can show people how to X, Y, Z, where I can inspire people to do A, B, C, whatever that thing is. You, you, you know, I, I believe that if you look inside your heart right now, if you just stop for a second and think, what does God want from me? You already kind of have this answer in your mind. Because there are things that you have been impressed with over the last week, over the last month, over the last year, over the last decade. And maybe like me, over the last few days to a week, you've been thinking, hey man, this this is something that I, I really believe I should be doing. But you're like, man, that don't make that doesn't make sense. Or this is not the right time. Or my podcast isn't about this. It's about blogging. Or uh, insert excuse here, insert excuse there, whatever the case might be. Maybe you've you've had that thought, whatever that is. Listen. Listen, listen, listen. Just stop. Stop running away from what you're calling. Like, stop. Like, now, just decide that I'm going to stop. That's number one. Make the decision to go after what you are called for. I don't care your current situation. Not I don't care. Let me, let me rephrase that. It doesn't matter what your current situation is. It doesn't matter who is against you. It doesn't matter what is against you or the fact that you can't afford to do X, Y, Z. It doesn't matter if whatever. That, that desire was placed in you for a reason. Hold on to that desire and let's use that desire for the next step. The next step is to start doing the work Right now, like you finish listening to this podcast, what is the first step you can take towards that thing? Whether it's signing up for some kind of training, signing up for a a college class or whatever the case might be, whether it's, you know, just going and setting up that website or setting up that YouTube channel, going and getting that camera or that piece of equipment that you know can help you to make that thing that you are trying to make Maybe it's having that relationship, I mean, that conversation with your spouse about the thing that you've been impressed to do in your relationship. I'm not even talking about reaching the world or anything of that sort. Maybe it's going and apologizing to that person that you hurt, that you know that that relationship needs mending. Whatever that thing is, I want you to go after it like, like your life depended on it. Go after it like you are Joshua. And jo- God told you, 
don't be afraid of, uh, of, of those armies. I have delivered it into your, delivered them into your hands. Start marching. I want you to go after it like that. And what you're going to see is that things are going to start happening. And we're going to call that divine providence. And when it reaches to the end of the day and you're like, man, I need a miracle. Ask for it. Don't just ask for it, but claim it. You know what I'm going to do right now? Actually, one of the things that made me, that kind of threw me over the edge in terms of recording this podcast, uh, my good friend, he's in my mastermind group, Ray Edwards. He just recorded a podcast episode and I listened to it (laughs) coincidentally right before right before coming and recording this podcast. And that was kind of like the last straw. Like, I I got, let's just record the podcast episode. Ray Edwards, search for his podcast in whatever app you're listening to. And um, the Ray Edwards show is his podcast. And listen to The Miracle Equation by Hal Elrod. That's the episode that just went live today. Listen to that. Because how he talks about miracles, I'm going to say that that's part two of this episode. His episode is part two of this episode. (laughs) But I want to encourage you. I want to encourage you. That thing, that thing, whatever that thing is that's been on your heart, let's do it. Let's do it. Last week, I recorded a podcast episode. And um, what was that podcast episode? That podcast episode was... How to be more consistent and get real results. I want to encourage you to go and listen to that one. Because it's kind of like, it's like steps that you can take. Like we've decided that you're going to work. You're going to march. You're going to fight. You're going to make it happen. Go back to that episode and decide and, and get some insight on how to fight. That's it for this episode. This was three 57, I think. This was episode 357, yep. But there's, there are no show notes for this episode. There's nothing. This is like an in-between episode type of thing where this is just for you. And I hope that you were inspired. I hope, I hope, I hope. You know, what I hope is that, you know, God is leading me in a very interesting direction and I don't know exactly where that is. This is me fighting This is me marching all night, fighting all day, and saying, this is where you're calling me, this is where I'm going. And what I hope is that in this journey, I'm able to inspire you to do the exact same thing. So I'm going to go ahead and wrap this thing up. Thank you so much for being with me over the last 39 minutes and 7 seconds. You have a blessed week, an amazing week, and a week where you decide that I'm going to go after my calling. And let me know how it goes. All right. Peace out.